Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's ever felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you just gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hello, Megan. Hello, Giselle. Hello, Giselle. We're back again, giving you the news. We are back. Um, We're fucking on our shit. Count them, count them. Four weeks in a row? Four weeks in a row, like icons, like the icons that we are. (laughs) Feels like the good old days. I know, literally. When we had nothing going on because it was COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I know, when all we did was this. Um, oh but we've we've been we've been on our shit and it feels very good. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, we have another jam-packed, power-packed week of things. I know we really do. <laughs> I'm just seeing your response to one of my notes. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you were funny. You were um, funny. I'm excited to talk about it. Shared notes. <laughs> I, know, I have a lot. I have a lot to say. You know, I have a lot to say. Um, but yes, lots going on, lots to recap, lots to preview. Yes, um, yes. Lots to theorize about. Oh, our favorite um, thing to do. Yeah, and also, like, just in general, and I was just, you know, we Giselle and I took this offline, but um, I was just telling her about Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the new one on Prime Video, which yes. I think everyone should watch. It's really, really good. Um but I do feel like we're now in a, in a moment where there's going to be a lot of TV coming out mm-hmm. and a lot of new shows tomorrow, one day, comes out on Netflix. Do you know about yes. this? Why, why, do I, why do I feel like I've heard of this? You've heard of it because it's a remake of the Anne Hathaway movie. Yes, okay, okay, wow. And it's wow. starring the guy from White Lotus who's now dating Megan Fahey. Oh, he's cute. He's really cute. Yeah, I love it's him. It's getting kind of good buzz like okay they're I calling love it a rom- show they're calling it a rom-com it's dropping tomorrow the whole thing they're calling it a rom-com i don't know what i would call that movie that's based on a book that i also read a rom-com because right right very sad but um but lots of tv avatar in a few weeks as we've we've, we've i can't wait about. there's the capone um, show or the capone capone show i want to watch truman capone uh capote yeah yes that show and it's then i want to watch the other fashion show on Apple. A new look. Yes. New look. That a Jack Antonoff look. I saw did the yeah, music for it. He's doing all the music for it, yes. So just like a lot to look forward to. Um, lots of shows. Like we'll be back on the shows. I feel like we just don't have a lot of shows to talk about. So that's, that's yeah, what I'm, I'm so excited. This the writers are writing again. Thank so we God. have shows. <laughs> we are so back. We're we were so back. starved. It was mm-hmm. dark for a while. So I'm very happy about this. And reality TV wise, we have the traders still. Woo! Which and I mean, Survivor in a few weeks. It's so returning. Soon. Also, if you watch Drag Race, anyone, it's a great season. Boop boop boop. Wink wink at Megan. Wink wink at Megan. <laughs> I know it's it's the, it's a thing that like one day you're gonna have time. Yeah, of course. One one day you're gonna just sit the and go in. The stars will align. They and will. I will be like. And I'm patient. Yeah. I'm patient as hell, <laughs> but it's a good season and hey, there's, there's drama. Have, it's, it's not that I haven't taken your Rex ever. No, you definitely have. Yeah. It's, it's, I, this is just one that I know when the stars align, it will be magical and I yes. can't wait to see that moment. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I suppose rolling it, should we just start with maybe TV since we're on TV? Yes. SNL. Mm-hmm. was last week and it was the best of times and the worst of times I'd say yeah mostly the best I mean, of times mostly the best of times um just the weirdest maybe. of times maybe yeah wait Iowa was this weekend right right was that yes. was that, the, that was the same it's the same week right yes okay so Iowa Debris, who we've we've now perfected her name yes I we think. do know how to say it now um who we Famously loved so much. Famously um, named, loved. Named a recent episode after her. Literally. Um, Giselle had a, you know, semi-viral TikTok. Semi-viral TikTok. <laughs> um, hosted SNL on uh, on Saturday with me. Looked Lutez, amazing. Jennifer Lopez. Um, <laughs> which Ooh, we'd, be remiss, we'd be remiss if we didn't call out the fact that, like, two days before SNL, um, old comments from, like, a podcast of IO's. Went, went semi-viral on Twitter of her basically talking about how J-Lo's whole career is a scam. Um, to which I say, like, who among us hasn't? Right. <laughs> Before they became famous. 
said things on a podcast. Right. When you, you know, and I become famous, we're going to have to erase this podcast from the internet. Exactly. The and the thing is that wh- Jennifer Lopez, you will always be famous. But what Io said wasn't necessarily wrong. It's, but you will still always be beautiful lie? and famous. It's like where is the lie? You can be iconic and still not right. be a great singer. Did she struggle for the notes on SNL? Yes, but was she there? Did she get? Did she book the gig? Absolutely. And yeah, that's absolutely. she's laughing in all of our faces at that point. I, with her millions and millions and millions. And of her dollars. husband, who also has millions of dollars. Literally, literally, <laughs> and like randomly, I was I got a TikTok the other day, and it was talking. He was it was Ben Affleck on some sort of panel. Just I also saw this. Bar. Of him talking about like celebrity and fame and all that yes, stuff. Yes, yes. And like, why is he so smart? Like, like no, not actually, to, like, I was a, like, give a man too much credit, but like, apparently, also then I like Googled and apparently he has like a really high IQ. Yeah, something. I was like, wait, okay, eat this panel up, actually. No, he was like, like he was. It was really yeah. with his vocab, with his just the way he was speaking. I was kind of like, okay, King. Yeah, I was like, actually, eat it up, eat it up. I, we see you. But yeah, so Io did was there. With yes. Miss Jennifer Lopez, and she gave her a little speech where she was like tearing up, and I was like, "This is beautiful. I love you, Queen." Which was like, so yeah, cute. it was so sweet. I mean, like, Io is like one of us. Yes, that's exactly it. Exactly, Meg. She is one of us. And like, that's why that thing happened and went viral because it's like she is one of us. She talks shit about celebrities, like right. before she was famous, of course, as she should, as is her right. Um, exactly, literally. And, like, I'm just, I'm just, I love her. I think she's so great. I think that's why, like, everyone is really falling in love with her because I think she's just, she feels authentic. Yeah. And feels, um, like, a brush of breath of fresh air a little bit. Right. Um, my Irish sister. Le- um, her wearing this the, the t-shirt with the four-leaf clover. I was like, yes. you're funny. Incredible. Daniel incredible. Goldberg, queen, actually. Love yes. her stylist. We stand. Um, it was, like, a decent episode of SNL, I'd say. There were yeah. some, like, funny, a few funny sketches. Um, I thought the one where the hypnotist one was the funniest. Yes. So good. <laughs> it was really so funny. But some were kind of just like, eh. But I think that was due to, like, the writing not being great. Like, I just think, like, when it hits, it hits. And when it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's it's been such a mixed bag recently. And, and also it depends on the person. So, like, thankfully, Aya was able to, like, carry some of the sketches, I think. Because yeah. Because she has, like, comedic talent herself. Uh, which is why the Jacob Elordi episode was such a flop. Right. <laughs> because, like, love to him. But, oh, my God, we should talk about that, too, by the way. Jacob yeah. Lordi. Oh, my God. Yeah, we should. Um, but, but yeah. But, I mean, aside from that, there's been a lot of drama seemingly behind the scenes at SNL the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, like, a succession of three things. And a favorite of ours, who we've mentioned on this podcast before, obviously everyone knows we love the Las Culturistas, uh, Matt and Bowen. We famously um, met Matt this weekend. We literally met Matt, yeah, on And we Friday exchanged I love you with him, and it was beautiful. 54. Yeah, no, it was amazing. We love you, Matt. We Matt love you, listening. King. <laughs> but, um, but Bowen, who is, as everyone, I feel like, who is, like, aware of SNL, knows, like, is, like, the star of SNL. Yes. Like, nominated for an Emmy a few years ago, just, like, even when it's really not funny, like can be a really shining star, yes. like bright spot on holding that show. the fort down currently. Um, and when Bowen was hired on SNL, he was hired along with, um, gosh, I don't know who the girl was, but um, was it Chloe hired- Feynman with him? Yes, it was Chloe Feynman, yeah. Bowen Yang, and um, Shane Gillis. Yeah, this um, white male comedian. Um, and soon after this was announced, um, basically it was revealed that Shane Gillis just like has, um, you know, in the past has a lot of, has said a lot of racist and, um, I think transphobic things, um, that had come to light, uh, specifically like racist against, against Asian people as well, like, which obviously, you know, the irony and the, 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 like, gross irony of him then being hired alongside Bowen. Right. You know, everyone celebrating Bowen becoming a cast member. Um, And so he was um, henceforth fired from SNL Mm -hmm. from those Like quite swiftly. Quite swiftly. Yeah. Cut the cut the cameras dead ass. Um, But on but on Saturday night we were out and about um, and we saw that it was announced that he was going to host. It's actually in a few weeks. Wild. Lauren, what is going on? And then, you know, 
we see this and we're like, isn't this the guy that they fired for like saying the racist things? And it's like, of course, everyone is like, you know, saying that and bringing that up. And it's kind of crazy. Like, think about if you worked in a kind of company or like I worked at a company. I do work at a company and like <laughs> someone was fired yeah. for being racist. And then they were just like, oh, you know what? Never mind. Come back. Yeah. Like, they're like, actually he's care. actually he's actually going to come back and give a talk to the whole yeah. entire company. Like what? crazy wild behavior but that's just like honestly the third in a series of like three kind of wild things that have happened that I think have pushed Bowen to his limit a little bit yeah um the first being that um at the Dakota Johnson episode like two weeks ago Mm -hmm. uh Dave Chappelle was just randomly there standing on the stage at Vows and Bowen was like very clearly standing as far as possible away from him on the stage um and then the second thing was that at the beginning of uh, the episode on Saturday, Iowa's episode, um, Nikki Haley, who it's kind was of wild, running for president against you know running for the Republican nomination, yeah. um, against Donald Trump, uh, appe- made an appearance in the cold open, yeah, um, and you know famously, <laughs> famously, hom- famously incredibly homophobic, yeah. Um, so uh, this all led to. I think on Monday, yeah. <laughs> Bowen posting an Instagram, which is he has since deleted, of um, the card that was, I guess, left at Nikki Haley's dressing room, mm-hmm. which was like, you know, Ambassador Haley, like, welcome to SNL, like, love, like, we're happy to have you here, Lauren and everyone at SNL. And Bowen just posted it with the caption, quote, everyone. Um, turn, you know, no comments yeah. turned on or anything, um, which I just thought was like, Honestly, go off, Bowen. Go off. Like, it is, it's incredibly, I mean, it's hard to, like, stand up, you know, and, like, be heard in, like, normal situations, but, like, on a public stage like that, and then also, like, knowing that this is your job, and this is, like, your, you know, livelihood and everything, it's just really, um, I applaud him for that. I I agree. You know, and he, he deleted it, so clearly, like. (laughs) Lauren was like, come to my office. (laughs) Something happened, but it's like, listen, like. If, um, you know, if he won't be heard, like, and as I said, he's, like, the literal star of SNL, then, like, what do you, you know, what can anyone right. do? So, um, so, yeah. But just, like, mess behind the scenes at SNL when, just when they're about to be upon their 50th season, there's, there's um, a movie in the works with, like, a lot of, a lot of um, great actors attached. I think Dylan O'Brien, O'Brien's attached. Oh, really? Um, yeah. About the first night of SNL. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, that's supposed to be coming out like next year. So, and they're all like, obviously playing like real people like who were on SNL at the time. Um, and also someone, you know, the, the guy from the kid from the Fablemans is playing Lauren. Oh, wow. Yeah. So just like, there's a lot of buzz around SNL right now, like going into its 50th year. And like when, you know, like Lauren was recently talking about Tina Fey and how she's like, he like could see her replacing him like when he retires and and all this stuff and so it's just like I mean it's just again another example of how like you know you can think that you know someone is like or even an institution is like standing up for what's right when they like fire this guy but then also like you know right they like short memories and just crazy yeah I mean there it's it it is wild like as you said like I do feel like it's kind of had a recent we talked about this it's got a recent resurgence too like they people want to go on it again like it's just becoming more of like a bigger thing um, but I do feel like, you know, it's it takes time. That one guy is his name Marcelo. I feel like he's been people have been talking about him a lot. Yeah. But like other than like Bowen and Ego and um Bowen and Ego. <laughs> like who really are like the 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 main and Keenan who's been on it for like a hundred years, but Yeah. But like who's really like the the people who you like know you're gonna get a laugh from? Like most sketches that I'm really laughing in either include Bowen or Ego, if we're being honest. Right. I, I'm sorry. Like, no Tita Chloe Feynman. I don't find her that funny. I, well, it's just like the impressions are all starting to sound the same. Yeah. Be the same a little bit. Like in the beginning, they were funny. And now it's just kind of like, okay, we get it. You can do impressions. Right. <laughs> it's the same way biopics get tired. Totally. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Totally. Um, but, but yeah, I mean those, and then those like do not destroy guys who are just like 
half the time, you know. Yeah. Some of them have been randomly funny, but they're also just, like, three guys, once again. <laughs> Literally. Um, um, three Nepo babies, right? Yeah, All their exactly. dads, like, are producers or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so interested to see what happens with SNL. I hope, I mean, Bowen has, his career will be fine. Like, he's going to be in Wicked. Like, I think he's very highly in oh, demand. Yeah. He's but like, totally fine. But, like, very interested to see, I mean, also, like, why would you pick that Shane guy? Like, I literally don't care. I will not be watching. Also, like, is he that? Could they not get anyone? Like, right. Is there no one who will do it? Like, it's so weird. It's such it's, a weird. It's, it's weird so behavior weird to do it, and like, especially because since, and I guess maybe I'm not like paying attention to comics as much as yeah like, people who are very interested in that. But also, like, I just don't hear about him. So I'm no. like, what? Like, Who's the musical a, guest? He must have a special he's promoting. The musical guest is also weird. I mean, let's see. Also someone irrelevant. irrelevant oh, no, it's, it's 21 Savage. I just thought oh. it was a weird... I was thought it was a weird combination when I saw it. Yeah, it is a really weird like, combination. Okay, I mean... Because that's the thing. It's like they've been doing these kind of good combos. Like, Parrots. even though, you know, J-Lo is J-Lo. Like, that was... It was, like, yeah. really funny that she was with Io. Exactly. And same with, like... Jacob Elordi and Renee, right. and like, you know, Emma Stone and Noah Kahn. Like, it's just yeah. been, like, kind of, you know, you can kind of see the vision. For this, right. I cannot see the vision. No, there's no, there's no vision. It's yeah. actually no vision. <laughs> but, you know, we will we will see what happens, and hopefully Bowen is happy eventually. We're just Get it together, Lauren. Rooting for our, uh, our sister, always. Always rooting for our sister. Um, speaking of rooting for people... The, okay. the Grammys happened this past weekend. The Grammys weekend. did happen. We promised y'all a recap, and we will we will give you one. And we will give you one. We were watching. Yeah. We were live texting as always, and I feel like we started on a on a real big high. I feel. Yeah. We were we were really high up there. We we lost it. I think at the end a little bit, but uh, the the award show began with a Dua Lipa performance. <laughs> And the thing about it is that the new song isn't isn't bad. Like I'm gonna jam to the new song, but like it does kind of like she she released Houdini by saying that like she was going to transfer us into the new era by giving us something that kind of sounded like future nostalgia, which like I love Houdini. I'm always gonna slay to Houdini, but the new song also kind of sounds like Houdini. So I'm like, and I'm getting tired of the red hair. Uh, but also, like, it's not just, like, her. as I was saying, like, her scalp, like, it was a fresh dye, and yeah. it was, you could see it on her scalp. Yeah. I just don't, I don't really, and I mean, this is because Miss, Miss, Miss Dua Lipa is flying all over the place, all over the, all the time, and so, you know, she doesn't have time for glam. No, she does not have time <laughs> for glam. time to get her roots cleared up. Um, yeah, honestly... It wasn't I, a bad performance. I but. agree 100% that the new song sounds like Houdini. I almost, even not having heard the studio version in full, almost like it a little better than Houdini. Yeah. But like by the smallest of margins. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is just also, and we were saying this, like she's not ever, we love her and we've given her her flowers on this podcast after we saw her live. Absolutely. Her tour was great. We had such a good time at the concert. Um, but I think like she needs to accept that she's not the the triple threat necessarily right you know what i mean like yeah if you're gonna do live vocals you can't be flying all around that stage girl because she just does not have right vocal strength to do that and that's okay exactly you know like we were watching scissors performance and like it was kind of weird and <laughs> got, yeah. it got a little off the rails we love SZA. we love her um the beginning was was fun but like about halfway through, it 100% switched to a track, like a, yeah. like a a live track. And I, like, said that. I was like, this sounds like a live track to me. But, like, that's fine. I don't right. care. Like, if she's giving us performance and giving us whatever, I, like, actually really don't care if you lip sync. Like, I yeah. don't care. Agreed. And so that's the thing. Like, if Dua Lipa had gotten up there and sang to a live track for totally. most of it, like, while doing her flips and, and flipping yeah, the, around the On the fucking, thing, yeah, the cage. And like doing her thing, where have you seen the compilation of of her rehearsing and like yeah. sliding on <laughs> the her sliding? 
and it's like it's like absolutely no one soccer players when they score the winning goal <laughs> literally <laughs> like her sliding down on her knees it's like we didn't need all that really yeah but if you wanted to do that at least make sure the vocals are clean you know i know i know it it, it is i feel like i'm fighting myself like i want to give like the honestly taylor swift not we're gonna get to her but She's never said anything more profound than when she was doing the Miss Americana documentary and she was talking about the idea to reinvent yourself every single album. Yeah. Like, that is something that has stuck with me. So, Miss Swift, you popped off there. Because I am fighting with myself internally because I'm kind of like, and I feel this with Miss Rodrigo as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, when I stand a pop star, like, if you're calling yourself a pop star... <laughs> Like, you're giving me all the things of a pop star. You're giving me choreo. You're giving me a look. You're giving me... You know, Dua Lipa wants to be a pop star. She's in that realm currently. Yep. So, like, it's hard for me now to not be like, this era is not giving a new era. Like, I'm just like, you ate us the fuck up with the future nostalgia era. Like, the looks ate, the hair ate, everything was like phenomenal right. that now we're entering this new era that she told us was going to be a new era. When you fucking delete the Instagram and change your hair color, I'm ready for a new era, but it's just not giving that. So immediately no. I'm let down. Similarly with guts, like it's not even that guts is a bad album. Like, as you said last night, all American bitch hits their songs mm-hmm. in it that hit, but like it literally is just like sours slightly older sister that was like 11 months older you know like it just doesn't feel like like I want Olivia to give me something different and new and I know that's bad because like there's other I mean, artists we said it from when we saw the visuals right right like, at least make the album cover a different color like, like it doesn't anything. have to be a full reinvention but it also is it was the same again like and I don't and, I, and I'm sorry to the Olivia Rodrigo stands and I didn't tell you this but I actually I got tickets I'm going to guts oh my god what yeah, it was so random. I completely forgot. It was like they dropped tickets randomly, and I was alerted to it. And then I was in the office, so Claire and I are going. Oh my god, so fun! We Love. got like behind the stage tickets. So fun though. I totally. At least someone to will be that. in the room. I mean, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be giving feedback on this microphone. I can't wait now. Um, but <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry to the, um. What are her fans called? The Livies. The Livies. Or are they called the Livies? I don't know. Maybe. But like, <laughs> I'm so glad that album didn't win any Grammys. Yeah. Because you don't get to win a Grammy for the al- an album that's like exactly the same. The one you won Grammys first, for. As the Literally. one you won Grammys for two years ago. Like, like, you just don't. Like, and that may be a side effect of, in our brains of like, what exactly you just said is that like, women are forced to constantly reinvent themselves. Right. right. But also I do just do, I do just don't I do just I'm saying this all wrong. I don't see like a huge leap forward yeah. in terms of, you know, improvement. Right. And also like as I was saying before, like I these are my these are the my Giselle and Meg criteria for a pop star. Two things on this. If you're if you're giving me like an indie like I am not expecting Phoebe Bridgers to release anything else but sitting in the corner crying. Like, I'm aligned mm-hmm. here. Same with, like, someone like Leon, right? Like, Leon's going to give me a similar track to, like, what she's given me before, and yes. I'm ready, and I'm prepared, and I'm here for it. Same mm-hmm. with a Gracie Abrams, similarly to Amuna. Like, I'm ready. I'm locked into the genre. Also, so that's other women in this lane. But then I'm thinking about men, and, like, name me one male pop star that's eating. Not There's not... that They didn't win anything because there's no, no one eating. I'm sorry. So, like... They're not. That was I'm iconic not, about the Grammys, but yeah. that all women won. Yes, I'm on not, the telecast at least. Agreed. Like, yeah, I'm not listening to men, so therefore I don't even need to put them in this category. Right. But like, if you're gonna look me in my fucking face and tell me that you're a pop star and you, I'm sorry, are not living up to the greats, like I literally, if you're not giving us Gaga, Beyonce, Taylor, I'm so sorry. I know you. Not everyone can be in that lane. But if you've delivered that level before, I need you to continue. Like, you can't be falling off because I'm going to fall off. And I'm sorry, but I am. It's just the truth. You have the money and the resources, babe. Absolutely. That's something I don't have. Absolutely. So therefore, I can sit on this mic and talk about it, you know? A hundred percent. That's just how I feel about Miss Lipa and Miss Rodrigo. Yeah, no, both of them. And I mean, 
not to jump ahead, I mean, like, but Olivia did perform Vampire, of course, which I'm just like, why did she have to perform? I know that's the song that was nominated, but I'm just kind of like, my thing about Olivia and the live vocals, and what are you doing if not improving them? Yeah. Like, is my question always, and like, but yet I'm like the clown who, like, got tickets to a concert. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) No, no, no. Things it's for can, research purposes. Literally, things can <laughs> exist at the absolute... While we'll come into play later, two things can exist at the same time. Exactly. Um, but when I think about Olivia and when I think about that Grammys performance the other night, it's what I said after I watched it, is that um, I think so much of her discography, so much of her, of her thing is like the dichotomy between the really high belting and the really low, like, yeah. you know, kind of almost like indie girl register Mm -hmm. and that's fine and like i do think that like makes her songs a little bit more interesting like the dichotomy between those two things the build to get to belting but the problem is is that when she sings it live she cannot get from one place to another easily yeah she can you know she you if you watch the vampire performance from the other night she really got her voice under control in the lower register by that second verse. Mm-hmm. But then when she had to jump to belting, she sounded pitchy. Yeah. Because it's because she just can't, she can't move between them really easily. And She's so not why, writing songs that fit her voice. So, yes, exactly. So my point is like, what is the point of that being all of your songs if you can't do it? It's really, live? it's really wild actually. And that's the thing. That's something she needs to come to terms with. I think she either needs to belt or she needs to keep them low. I agree. And like, or at least master one of them first. Uh, yeah, I, I say that with love, as someone totally. who's taken voice voice lessons before. Absolutely, so I'm not coming from a place of someone who doesn't know what notes are. I no, do. it's it's just true. And I mean, you know, Olivia obviously was like a, a child star, but like she just got so famous so fast, and she yeah. just has not been able to perfect her live vocals and her stage performances. You will yeah. see, you will see firsthand, but. From what and I have seen. presence, too. I'm like, again, as I don't know if it was you or Vera who said it about if you're going to do blood and you're going to do that kind yes. of performance, Vera, yeah. you have to get to, to Gaga level. Like really? I mean, yeah, absolutely. It just, it, it was just not, it was not giving. I feel like performances that were giving, obviously, uh, Luke Combs, we apparently are new okay. fans. We uh, with Tracy Chapman. Wow, 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 wow. That was a, and that was a problem with that was the high to me. Telecast was that that was the high of the night, and it was like what twenty five minutes in, twenty yeah. minutes in. I think it was right after the first commercial break. Yeah. Um, and wow, what a moment! Because of course, you know, I kind of heard about, um, you know, obviously like knew that there was a cover of Fast Car by a country artist that was going, you know, viral mm-hmm. and like had gotten, I think, went to number one. Um, but what I had seen, the feedback I had seen about it was that people weren't happy because this person like, you know, it's like, it wasn't, it's not as good as Tracy's version. And like, that's, yeah. that can be true also. But, um, I don't think we were really aware of the fact that Luke Combs, um, has been like actually super respectful about this whole process yeah, and like really has a lot of obviously reverence for Tracy Chapman and the original. Um, like you could tell watching the performance that he was very much in awe of the fact that he was on stage with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just like really lovely to see. And, um, and yeah. And then afterwards I was seeing a lot that he had done it all the right way. Yeah. And been like gone through all the right channels and, you know, made sure that um, it was all okay by her and everything. So um so yeah, that was just like a really lovely moment, and mm-hmm. she's such an icon. Oh, and that so song is stuck in everyone's head. Yes, uh, there's a lot of memes on Twitter now. Um, <laughs> like you know, you got a fast car, I got a, a cash bar or something. Like <laughs> you at your friend from high school's like wedding or something. literally. <laughs> no, it was yeah. I I love a love the resurgence for Tracy. Obviously, Luke Combs. Like you have. New people who even know you really exist. So yeah, good don't on let you. us down. <laughs> Literally, um, and then of course Miley was a big standout for not oh only gosh. winning her first Grammy, winning she won pop vocal or pop record. Or she what is won. It? Um, she won pop solo performance. Right, and then and record of the record year. of the year. For flowers, um, which you know we're on record as as saying flowers isn't our favorite, but I think we were completely fine with it. Um, yeah. In hindsight, 
watching her, you know, just completely kind of own the stage. Oh, my God. And also, you know, her speeches were great. Very much yeah. in perspective. Um, very, you know, not self-serious. Yeah. Very, um, and also just chill. We don't see Miley a lot, you know? She, she's kind of been... Right. Obviously keeping to herself Maybe a in a cult, allegedly. saying, maybe in a cult. Um, but... Yeah, it, it was just great to see her, like, so full of life, looking fucking amazing. Yeah, and, just like, a performer. Like, a performer. Like, someone who was truly born to be on the stage. Like, even the way that she gave the little ad-libs during her performance. Like, people don't do that anymore. Like, people are not born performers. I'm sorry, they're not. And she is, she absolutely is one. Like, I know she's not talking to Billy Ray and there's drama there. Yeah. But I think you can call him, absolutely call him a Nepo dad yeah. at this point because she is, you know, more famous and has more talent than literally his whole body. Um, yeah. The, you know, why are you guys acting like you don't know this song? Right. Get, come and on. then yelling, you know, I just won my first Grammy. Yeah. It, it was just like, really joyous yeah. and it was so easy to kind of celebrate for that, her like, yeah for her and like be in it with her like be so in the moment with her so that was and also i mean her her hair we can talk about but it kind of <laughs> as we said like it kind of like ate by the end i was kind of like by wait, the yeah end, I actually think slay the transition of the outfits right yes. to have a different outfit on every time the camera uh! to you is such a sleigh she's she is iconic and and the, the Bob Mackie fit yeah throughout the night i mean the, the red carpet one we were like oh no <laughs> but like so once again over. as I continue to look at it I'm like no Miley you kind of ate this yeah I mean it was more interesting than what a lot of other people were wearing yeah so like good for her agreed um what else happened Beyonce showed up with Jay and Blue yeah Beyonce was Blue... in, a, in a full uh Pharrell Louis Vuitton Pharrell fit that some people had much to say about the hat was wild but I like the outfit <laughs> As I called it, this fuck ass hat. Yeah. Listen, it was a look. It right. was a look. She was not well in the like any every picture that she like t- was taken of her that people were posting, I was like, oh no, be her having to do a whole meet and greet every single commercial. Yeah. Just, you know, absolutely the star to end all stars. But um Blue Ivy looked amazing. Oh. One of the best dressed of the night. Literally. And just looks so much how old is she? 13? 14? 11. Like, no, that's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I I can't believe it. She she's just so beautiful and and so tall. I mean, I know she was wearing like those high boots. Um, Jay got honored with like a yeah. What was it like a? It was a Dr. Dre, uh, icon or trailblazer. Some, you know, yeah, one of those awards like they do. But he at first I was kind of like, where what's happening, Jay? What are we talking about? But he got there eventually in terms of, um, you know, just like calling out the Academy for yeah, like blatant hypocrisy over the years i mean yeah it was absolutely it is true and like i think everyone on this podcast knows how we feel about it regardless of how we feel about artists like it like any anyone that says that like like racism doesn't exist is lying like i'm sorry it's true it just does and like that's just like what we have to the cross we have to bear what we have to deal with and like you know a little bit of it maybe happened uh in this Grammys. But it is true that, like, someone like Beyonce, who, as he said, who has won more Grammys than anyone in the world, who has had albums that absolutely deserve, rec- or album of the year. And that's not to say, like, last year, like, you, me, everyone, we love Harry, and we love Harry's house. Yes. Incredible album. But, like, was Renaissance also an incredible album? Like, come on. You know? No, like, and it's, this is the thing. It's, like, you can say, like, you know, obviously Midnight's one album of the year, we'll get to that, over SOS by SZA, right? And it's like, okay, like, maybe that's fine and dandy and they awarded Taylor's the year for Taylor Swift, which... Right, like, but you like, exactly, we'll, exactly. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. to that and it's like, that's what the money's for, but whatever. Right. Um, But it'd be fine, you know, like, that would be maybe okay if, if they Harry's did that house for hadn't won over Beyonce. If, if they did Adele that. hadn't won over Beyonce. If... 1989 right. hadn't won over Kendrick. Like, all of this stuff. It's just, like, and, and, and those are just two artists that I just, and Adele as well. Um, but it's just, like, you can, you go back 20 years, and it's consistently the white artist winning over the black artist. Yeah. And, and the black artist relegated, not relegated, because they're still obviously, like, being awarded, but, like, 
basically being told, like, you can win the R&B categories, that's fine, but you cannot win the big awards. Literally. Like, yeah, never forget uh, Iggy Azalea winning over and Iggy <laughs> Like... Macklemore I mean, winning over. Can we talk about them announcing it wrong the other night? And they announced initially that Nikki won and then she did it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's dark and it sucks. And like, it, it really, it really sucks. And also I think the thing that sucks for me the most is like, and this has happened over and over. You get on, you get on TikTok and like, I saw a TikTok of this white woman who was like, maybe you saw it. She was like, I love Taylor Swift. I love her so much. Like, I'm such a fan, but like. We need to speak about the fact that, like, she won this based off of, like, a privilege that she has or this this thing she has in the industry and also, like, the fact that she's, you know, whatever, all the things we've just said. And, like, the women right. – and, like, and what she was saying is, like, I like Midnight's. Midnight's is great, but, like, I rarely find someone who thinks that, like, Midnight's was their album of the year in general or, like, thinks that that's Taylor Swift's one of her best albums and also thinks it's one of their favorite Taylor Swift albums. Like – right. And, if and, you line it up against the other three, because, you know, also she won her fourth album of the year. No one else in history, male or female, right. has won album of the year that many times. Over, like, Stevie Wonder. Like, icons. Yeah. It's crazy. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Like, like, if there was ever a Taylor Swift of, like, <laughs> last century, it was Frank Sinatra. Um, and Beyonce has not but, won one, Meg. Yeah. As no, you know. Crazy. Like, it's, it's that. That fact crazy. is really just, like, and I know Taylor Swift has, like, fucking 11 albums, but still. Yeah. But No, there's so much to be said about this, and it's also, like, But it's the girlies in the comments, Meg. Yeah. It's it's interesting that, also, though, that Taylor Swift has never won record or song. Yeah. Like, that makes it interesting to me. I think what it is about her, in a way, is that she makes, again, she does these, like, reinventions, right? She yeah. does this, like... like somewhat of a concept right I mean like I've been doing a lot of thinking the last three days about midnights and the whole situation and like I just remember because I listen to the leak yeah I always do I will listen to the leak of this new album I will listen to anything that happens like come for me and arrest me I don't fucking care (laughs) literally Um, but I remember I listened to the leak and I was like yeah I remember is this a bad album like I genuinely thought that and then it came out and everyone was obsessed with it and like you know oh my god it's so great blah 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 and of course it grew on me as yeah. like music always does and uh, music from an artist that I listen to a lot of course is going to grow on me um but I like I still think back on that and I'm just like if you line it up next to Fearless great album 1989 incredible and album. then and then Folklore which was like you know yeah, a big yeah, deal yeah. like big pandemic moment like I don't know. I just don't think like, and people have talked, been talking a lot about the lyrics and things like that. And like, I, I agree a hundred percent. Like, I just don't, I think like this is absolutely like the fuck ass stepsister of the other three, like so not on the same level. Yeah. And it's just really, it's a bummer. Like I really, really wish SOS one, because I think that that's such a, a body of work. Literally body of work. Like it's a body of work. I mean, Yeah. And it's I guess like, we can just roll into into her in general. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. So on Sunday morning, for those so who are living for, for those who are living under a rock, <laughs> um, at like eleven a.m. exactly, Taylor Swift changed her profile picture on all platforms to a black and white photo. Yeah, the same photo, the Midnight's cover, but kind of black and white. Right. Um, the world is reeling. She's been <laughs> teasing us with clues and fucking Easter eggs and fucking scavenger hunts about um, uh, reputation being at least announced in February of this year. So everyone's like, great reputation getting announced tonight at the the Grammys. Incredible. Everyone, including me, my favorite album for those who don't know. Um, And then there was this whole thing. Her website was down and there was this error message and there was a word scramble and the word scramble was like red herring which, you know, is, like, basically that, like, all these clues are a red herring. Like, so this is what she was saying. Like, Reputation Taylor's version was the red herring for this new album. Yeah. Taylor Swift won. Oh, well, we we, we forgot. We have to shout out Victoria Monet for winning Best New Artist ah! before we get into any Deserved. And, like, stuff. once again, I, I truly, like, and in Coco the last. And Jones winning her first Grammy. Yes. It was, it was, a, it was a good night. There were, there were some, there were some wins for my lovely 
sisters that I very am ha- I'm happy about. Boy Genius also won. We love that for them. One, um, but like, yeah, at the pre-show, they won like three awards in a row. Yeah, they just like, um, kept going back up. Noah, you will be always be famous. You are you really <laughs> have become such a sweet boy to me. I I am very endeared by you. I, I am sorry you didn't win, but I am very thrilled. <laughs> you know by what Victoria that Money sounded like? One. You know that thing that people do. I saw a tweet. It was like Noah Khan, you've become quite dear to me. There is nothing sexual in this feeling I have towards you. You come to me like a, a childhood friend I played with in Papa's Orchard. <laughs> yeah, that's really how I feel. That's, that sounded exactly like very. I didn't. Much even, like I've never seen that, that. But that's oh, so I'll funny. I'll send you the tweet. It's so funny. But I really am so endeared by him. Like I'm rooting for him so much. Like oh I'm gosh, here with boy. him. He's but, like, I, I do think that Victoria Monet did deserve that award. Absolutely. So I'm very thrilled Again, that she like won. Again, like I said, <laughs> That was justice. She won other Grammys in, in uh, you know, category in her categories yeah. for the album. And, like, it makes so much sense. Like, and then bitches being such like, a good year. And she's been around. Like, but she's being like, who's Victoria Monet? Bitch. You'll know Literally. Who she is. You, you know, she, know who she is. People are, people are racist. But whatever. Yes. So, also, she's just, like, so beautiful, and she has that beautiful uh, baby and, like, a really hot boyfriend. Who I love them. Also Who's is obsessed just, like, with her and the obsessed baby. Obsessed with her and the baby. And, like, please, like, I, I please never tell me anything bad about their whole family. Like, they're no, so wonderful. No, we are standing. We want and nothing but happiness and joy. And then yesterday, we went to spin, and On My Mama was the first song. And, like, what a song to spin Such to. Such a good song. What a song to spin no, to. I, I hope those girls now re- recognize Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yes, thank you, Meg. Uh, we couldn't. And Coco that. Jones, I thought she looked. So I beautiful. she's so fucking funny too. I love her. I thought she looked so beautiful. I will say, like the dress, like from a distance, looked great on TV. Yeah. Looked great. The photos up close, I was like, Ugh, like it just looked a little bit tailored, weird. But like beautiful color on her, and yeah. I love her, and she's stunning. We love more from her, please. I see you is a great song, so I'm yes. very happy that she won for it. Um, okay, yeah. So red herring, which I didn't even know all this happened, but of course it all happened. So Taylor Swift wins her first award of the night, which is pop vocal album. Pop vocal album. She gets up on stage in that ugly outfit. I'm sorry, it was everything why would about you, it was ugly. Why Shoes, like dress, gloves, necklaces, hair, makeup, all of it ugly. Scaparelli is like one of the hottest designers right now, and you choose that, but then also put it with gloves and then a hair and a side. She pop? made it Pony look tail? like it was from. What do you usually say about the prom dresses? What. From Group USA. Yes. Or fucking Wet Seal, bitch. That's what it looked like. Literally. That's, Windsor. It looked cheap. It looks like it was from Windsor. And it just... Fire your stylist, Taylor. Fire, Find your gaze and <laughs> fire your stylist. Incarcerate your stylist, literally. Literally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she gets up on the stage and she, I'm like, something, something is coming. Of course. But it was not what we thought was coming. And I... The, uh, any, I'm sorry. Any person that looks at me dead in the face and tells me the name isn't stupid is delusional it's a stupid name for the album the tortured poets department i literally texted you i'm like did she say the tortured poet society and she's calling herself what the headmistress or something the chairman oh yeah i'm like but what is this like just put out music what is this bullshit i can't it's a stupid name for an album what is like i just i hate the name i and maybe it's just me i hate the name i hate the name I hate it. I hate it. I hate, I hate the cover. It's bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. Listen, I'm sorry. Listen, a lot of people are going to come for me for this. Tell them, Meg. They um, need to hear it. They need to not, fucking hear it. Obviously, initially, I was, like, honestly annoyed because why you got to do me like that? I'm tired of the games. I'm tired of the mind games. I'm tired I'm, of the guessing and the Why are you playing bullshit. games with people who give like, you money? Because like, the thing is, it. like... Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> say it with your chest, Meg. It's okay. I'll defend you. I'll defend you. I have a lot of thoughts. It's like, you know, I I think mm-hmm. we've all come, you know, come to this place with Taylor Swift where we see, like, have seen her a little bit more as like, okay, like maybe this girl is like, like gets it and is like a little bit more, you know, in tune yeah. with reality than we think, and maybe like, you know understands what happened last time and why she got so overexposed and like what kind of persona she was presenting to the world that made people really annoyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so for her to like not get that this re-recording thing is getting really tired and that people are really kind tired. of ready for it to be over 
is yeah. and to like really be delaying these potentially till next year um these last two that she has to do and like announcing this new album releasing it in a few months a like all this album? stuff just just shows me and like i always knew she was a narcissist but like this is like a, this is an the problem it's an egotist it's like a narcissist it's, and it's wild really showing a lack of self-awareness a lack of of just understanding of like how she you know is is presenting herself i don't know yeah i I just think it's again it's she's a capitalist queen she became a billionaire this year all this stuff she has all this goodwill from the eras tour she boosts the economy all this stuff and to to not understand that like maybe that's enough for now and maybe we just need to kind of like wrap this tour up by the end of the year and like take a breather just gave me the ick a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'll say it. it. It just did. And maybe, like, people are going to poke holes in this, what I'm saying, and say, like, it's, you know, it's anti-feminist of me or it's women-hating of me or whatever. I paid for the new album. I waited in the fucking queue on the website for 45 minutes to buy that album, okay? Because, of course, I'm going to take new music from Taylor Swift. Of course I am. But I also am, like, having this this thing, especially as, as I was reflecting on midnights and how like it's not as great an, of an album as album of the year like at yeah. all um and it's more just like taylor swift that won right that award. they wanted to give her the award yeah that's what happened um and is that like i'm looking at this as and i'm thinking quantity over quality mm-hmm. when does it start to become you know that this is just like mass produced right and this literally is just too much at once i mean I would love to see some new producers on this record, but I, I don't think and so. I think Jack Antonoff is heavily Jack. involved. I, you know, I, I, I said, and I said this the other night, I, I think like, it'd be great to see her work with some new producers. It'd be great to see her work for some more female producers. I, I'm just, I'm just getting, I'm, I just need like a little break. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and, a lot. And, but it, but instead it's like, you will never not see me. It's a lot. I, I am very much, it's like, just it, fatigue. And and the thing with Celine fatigue. Dion, the thing with Celine Dion, yeah. I I really think is the outlet that people are I I kind of roll my eyes at that a little bit. Like all due respect to the wonderful Celine Dion and like wishing her so well and everything. Like, yes, was that like a bad moment was not a great moment not looking her in the eyes when you're taking the award from her, but like I can't imagine it like, you know like, whatever. Anyway, I'm not trying to defend her. I'm just saying I think that that was obviously a faux pas obviously a mistake that was like swiftly rectified by tree yeah. Payne backstage but like i think people were using that as an as the excuse to start to go in on her right mm-hmm. and then it started to become this thing of like the the behavior like the acting surprise the all this stuff that she always does right but it is just you know and I've defended this in the past and said, like, it's not about the standing up and singing and, and supporting other artists. Like, I don't care about that. It's just more like this performance of herself. That was yeah. just, like, very clear to me on, on Sunday night that it was a performance. You know Definitely. what I mean? Definitely. Absolutely. It's the, I mean, walking, it's the walking in late with everyone and, like, that being part of the speech. I was just like, I just, like, can't. Like, it is a lot. Like, and. I, I just can't care if, if Swifties hate me, like, whatever. But, like... No, it's fine. I do think there are, like, <coughs> there are, there's a divided camp. I also think what makes it hard is the, <coughs> the Swifties make it hard because yeah. they're also, like, ready to defend her to the death no matter what. And it's kind of, like, actually, it'd be much healthier to, like, yes, stand someone, listen to their music, love them, like, go to their concert, like, enjoy them in general, but also be able to acknowledge when they've, like, gone a little bit too far and are, you know... Yeah. Also that they also that they really just care about money at the end of the day. Right. And I think it's like, you know, it always comes back to this for me. And it was the reason in the past that I was not a fan of her or whatever. But like. It is really difficult to. As a black woman to watch and to watch this all happen, knowing that someone that looks like me is not allotted the same opportunities and, and someone who has reached the same level and who and and not only that like has to be perfect if you are not beyonce level perfect as a black woman you aren't even touching this level so like and that's why we that, never see beyonce because exactly. it doesn't offer her the opportunity then to like god forbid slip up in public right and so like 
and that's why for me, my relationship with Taylor Swift, regardless of the music, is I'm never gonna sit here and not say that I don't bop to the music like that. Of course, yeah. We know, but like, let's take it away from that. Like that that is what is always gonna be hard for me, and this most recent behavior is making it even harder. And I was getting better, but I just wish that the Swifties would like would really like just think about that. But it's like it's. It's the inability to step outside of yourself for once and realize that the world is not sunshine and rainbows and like whatever, like this shit is really real and not, and also not come for people who have differing opinions about her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, of course there's, I have mixed feelings about her. Like, of course, you know, like I I just. She's a polarizing figure. Yeah. To be blindly loyal to a polarizing figure like that. It just gives me pause, you know, like I can't do I can't do that. So that's why immediately and I've like seen other people write about this moment and say it like when she announced the album, when she won pop vocal. And I mean, maybe this is true. This was an opinion I saw that I that I kind of agree with that. Maybe she didn't think she was going to win pop vocal because there were a couple other really good albums in that category and that she was going to get album of the year instead. And that when she won pop vocal, then she thought maybe I'm not going to win album of the year. Although, yeah, I think maybe they told her. I don't know. Yeah. But if you look at her after sh- after they announce her name for pop vocal, it is a bit of a moment. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily feel as, like, manufactured as some of the other ones. But, like, it announcing it at that moment and, like, it's fine. She can she can do whatever she wants, right? Like, she can announce right. it. It's, it's fine. But, like, and there's been a lot of talk about, like, everyone else's face in the room when she said it. That she won't step off their necks. She won't fucking relax. Casey Musgrave somewhere punching the motherfucking air. Literally. Like, what the fuck? I just dropped the trailer for my album. Yeah. Um, but it did feel like it sucked the air out of the room a bit. Yeah. It sucked the air out of the broadcast for me. And I also think that had to do with, like, a lot of long, unnecessary bits and, you know, a lot of things that like you know like a lot of time in between awards then that like was like really tedious to get through but it really felt for me that it just sucked the air out of the room and it did feel a bit like a stretch to be like I think the way the recording academy voted was because of the passion of the fans right so like like, what you're saying is like you didn't win because it's the best album you right you You just have passionate fans like I don't know I I just again like I I know there are going to be people who are going to have things to say about what I'm saying. And that's like totally fine. You can disagree with me. I'm having a lot of thoughts and feelings as someone saw the Eras tour last year, like loves Taylor Swift. Yeah. Is, is, and is going again. Like I'm literally going again in May. At least you'll like, get some new songs that I feel I know, happy right? for you about that. I, I just am. I'm at this moment feeling very irritated by it all. And I was like, excited unsettled. for a break. <laughs> Yeah, and, I, you know, again, like I said, I do just think it's a lot. It's a lot of albums. And, you know, she was in Tokyo last night performing, saying, like, everyone asked me, why do you always want to make so many albums? Like, what do you, and it's like, because I love to do it. Like, leave me alone. I'm having fun. And it's like, that's great. That's great. If it's all, like, for the fans and everything, like, why don't we have all the re-records at this point? Right. <laughs> if that's a project that's for the fans. Why has it taken so long? If you're really that concerned about Scooter Braun not making money off of your catalog, why are two of them still not out? Right. That's that's kind. I just kind of roll my eyes at that. You know what I mean? At all. This but the stuff. the girlies are eating it up. They love the it. Fuck they love up. the games, and it's like it's back with it. mother. I can't. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We don't get a break from her now had the grammys now it's eras for a couple of weeks she's gonna be at the super bowl on sunday and then it's gonna be you know what a month and a half a two month break until more eras tour but then she's gonna be promoting the new album and the album's gonna come out so again it is just we're gonna have to see year. her next it's, grammys just, oh my god this is the thing I don't know. Oh Listen, and it's like, what are we going to do? Because she's going to have another, like, incredible year with the Eras tour and with maybe another re-record and, like, all this stuff and her and Travis and blah, blah, blah. We're just going to give her the album of the year because of that? Right. It's... Paris is a smash, though. Yeah. Paris, she's Paris... She's just Icarusing. She Paris won her the, the album I've, of the year. I've said this. She's Icarusing. She's flying too close to the sun. You've heard me say this on this podcast the last six months, right? But what I've said after that is, like, I think maybe she knows now not to. I think she knows to pull it back. And clearly, 
my girl has learned nothing. Not a damn thing. <laughs> Not a damn. Not a damn thing. Anyway, uh, you know I well, love the players and you love the game, but I don't literally, love the game. I don't no. want to be a player anymore. Just just give me the music. <laughs> literally, like, you're a billionaire. Honestly, you could give us all $10 with each album purchase. Like, give it back to us. Literally. And you'd probably still be a billionaire. So <laughs> um, okay. Moving moving on to, um, I guess we can do new music that we're excited about. That yes. if you If you would like to support other artists, support these people. <laughs> Um, we have some exciting new music that is coming out. Uh, first and foremost, as Meg said, Casey Musgraves has announced a new era. She gave us like a trailer that premiered at the Grammys. She's My girl loves a, a visual album. Yes, she's <laughs> naked in a field. Um, but that song is coming out on Friday or tomorrow. Tomorrow. But I'm like, what time tomorrow and what's it called, Casey? I do know that it has... Um, it has something to do with Saturn Returns, which, like, mine is about to hit. So I'm feeling, like, great about this song coming out. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling like I'm going to be able to relate. Also, I think we had said this, like, last week, but she did play a show in New York or played yeah. somewhere in New York and played a few new songs. And everyone was like, oh, it's great. Yeah, um, she's she's returning more to her original roots. So that maybe feels like the right choice for her. It just says new song Thursday, but maybe so maybe it's just called new song. I don't know, um, <laughs> but I am excited. I I feel like it's gonna be good. Um, and then Maggie, we have "Don't Forget Me" on Friday, um, yes. which is a song that we heard her play live at ACL in October. Mm-hmm. So I feel great about having that. Um, able yes. to play all Maggie the time. Rogers also my nemesis, but like excited for the song. <laughs> She's always gonna. But this is the thing. We're just we're just girls on a microphone, right? Just we're literally just girls. We're just girls, so don't be mad at us for being annoyed with Taylor Swift, okay? Right, or Maggie Rogers. <laughs> or Maggie Rogers. I'm still gonna stream, but Listen. she her her friends were mean. Um, her friends were mean. <laughs> so yeah, and in the future, not soon enough, we have Miss Whiffy Griffey. Whiffy Griff is Griffey. coming out with a new song, which we are very excited about. Um, yeah, it's called, what did I, what did I say it was called? And I, I did text last night and just say that I do feel like this song is going to change my life. Um, it's called Miss Me Too. Yes. Um, and someone heard her perform it. She's in Australia right now and said it's just like absolutely a pop, like the pop song. Like, yeah, absolutely a smash. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. Um, we also have just, go ahead, go ahead. We have Noah Khan, um, stick season in parentheses forever. His, yes. Where he's putting all of his collabs uh, on the same album and now releasing two more and a new song. And um, we know on one Friday. is Brandy Carlisle and the other is someone else that is um, Gregory Allen Isakoff. Yes, yes. Who's like very indie. You probably, you'd probably recognize um, like one or two of his songs because I feel like they play in movies sometimes like mm. very like they're very like soft um so that's like a big you know hero for Noah so yes um what else do we have well Eternal Sunshine is coming she is coming. yes and also if you guys don't know you should know this black British woman named Rachel Chinachuri Chinachuri I can't obsessed. I can never pronounce her last name but um, let me look at it and I can tell you but she is like I mean everything I've been wanting like a pop like more indie rocker never need me is a smash never need me is a song she just released you haven't listened I'm obsessed with it Meg and I both love it Um, her she's had a few other songs that you guys have probably heard also and like if you're shuffling artists that you usually listen to, if you like have music tastes similar to us, you've probably heard her songs. But when her debut her album's album coming up? out in March. Okay, amazing. And I her... feel like it's China, China, China Riri. Yeah, China Riri maybe. Yes, Rachel. Like, look her up. China Riri. She's Rachel great. Riri. She's great. She has She's Florence amazing. Pugh in the music video for Never. Yes, Day. yes. Which like go off. Um, so excited about that. As Meg said, yes, Ari is giving us Eternal Sunshine coming extremely Jennifer Lopez, this soon. is now next week. Oh, is that not out yet? No. This is me now. Yeah, um, Bleacher's self-titled album. I don't know if you've been listening to this. Oh, yeah, yeah. But my my I, turn I, is smooth as you make. 
I've heard that one. <laughs> um, Justin Timberlake, obviously. Has yes. New music coming. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking at Billboard. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure after this single comes out, we'll get a Casey album release date. Yeah. Maggie album release date. Um, we, there's rumors Harry's in the studio. We're excited. I mean, it's a big, it's a, it's a pretty big Lots year. of people, lots of people, lots of music. Um, I'm really excited. We're back. We were in a drought. We're back. We were in a drought of new music. And now yeah. we're, we're eating. We're being fed. We are so back. And finally, there's been trouble in <laughs> paradise uh, of the royal family. <laughs> is it a paradise or is it a war zone? I think it, come on. Hey. Um, <laughs> I, I, I Meg is Meg is my royal family expert, um, but I've seen more news about this family in the last few days than I have in a very long time. Yeah, and also I've learned some things about the way that they report on the family. So Meg, would you like to explain? Yeah. So basically, um, uh, last night I was down a rabbit hole, but yesterday or the day before it was announced that King Charles, because he is king now, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, was diagnosed with cancer like yes. a few weeks ago basically the palace released a statement which was really weird they were like he underwent um a procedure to treat an enlarged prostate which like incredible you to be king you have to have all of your medical <laughs> right literally like, leaked to the world amazing this was like shortly after i believe it was dropped that Kate Middleton would be going in for like abdominal surgery mm-hmm. um and would be in the hospital for like an extended stay basically um and then you know a few weeks later it was announced like she was out of the hospital right like yeah. that was all and we like literally haven't seen this woman since Christmas day yeah um so because of that and now because of this announcement of like King Charles having cancer but not not them not specifying the, the specific type of cancer like it's it's all a bit shady everyone's feeling a, some type of way about it prince harry immediately on a plane was in and out of the uk had like a 45 minute meeting with charles and camilla yesterday and now is like already back in la yeah it's all just a bit fishy is it not like it's weird obviously like health problems are nothing to joke about or nothing definitely to, not. you know anything it's like weird that. the way they're reporting it but also, like, we also kind of know they're kind of icky people anyway. Yeah. Like, so the way that they're reporting this is, like, and also there's this whole thing how everyone is talking about how all of the press is wearing black. Oh. And almost, like, as a precursor. Like, it's really, really, really strange. And so, of course, I, like, search Kate Middleton and King Charles on Twitter last night, and there are people who straight up think Kate Middleton is either in a coma or dead. That is crazy. And that the King Charles cancer diagnosis, they're like, they are not above a fake cancer diagnosis to distract. From Kate Middleton potentially not being here with us today? It's And they're saying that's why the press... This is all conspiracy theory, guys. Like, this, this isn't real. There is something fishy going on. Like, there's definitely more to both the cancer diagnosis and Kate, Dom- Kate Middleton's abdominal surgery. Right. Like, it, the very, like, general verbiage is, like, a bit fishy. 100%. And if they're telling us that, it must be 100% worse. Right. I, I definitely think this woman, like, maybe had complications or, like, maybe is, like, having to do physical therapy or something because, like, that's why we haven't seen her. Like, what's going on? There was someone who was saying they were, like, oh, it was definitely, like, a domestic violence um, situation and that's why she was in the hospital and that's why we haven't seen her because her face is busted. I was, like... These people, these royal obsessives are crazy. But they're saying that that's why the press is wearing all black, because they're, like, waiting for the palace to announce that Kate Middleton's dead. How insane. And they're like, that's why Harry... But the one who came up with the domestic violence theory was, like, that's why Harry flew to the UK to sign, like, a resignation that he doesn't want to be king, because if King Charles is really dying... And William beat up Kate. Like, neither of them can be king. And so then Harry would become king by proxy. But he doesn't want it. So he's, like, signing it away. I'm like, girl, you need to touch grass. <laughs> touch grass. Touch grass. <laughs> it's so crazy. But it is so weird that, like, 
obviously Harry wants to be anywhere but the UK. Like he did not yeah. have any plans to see his brother. He's like, I he, need to be him and in his LA. Hate each other. Like they are not on speaking terms. And so he was in and out of the country like so speedy, right? But what? That's so weird. Like if you are on good enough terms with your dad to fly all the way to the UK to see him when he gets diagnosed with cancer why are you only seeing him for 45 minutes yeah and then why are you flying back like basically the same day it's so fishy Giselle it's It's so fishy it's really weird like just and the way they operate it's like I do think that this is true that like maybe the cancer is pretty serious because why are we getting this like notice it's almost like they're preparing us yeah you know if if it was kind of low level like not as serious like they'd maybe give more details right i don't know i don't don't actually know prince william like this headline prince william joins surprise guest tom cruise at charity gala amid kate middleton and king king's health scares i mean this doesn't look like the face of a man whose wife is secretly dead definitely not They're so they're such scary people. But but the jump to she's dead, the jump to Prince William beat her up, the jump to all of this stuff is just crazy. Some people think she had a nervous breakdown. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't love Kate Middleton. I used to like really think she was great and like all yeah. that stuff, very swept up in the royal romance of it all, as you know, like I've kind of like been a little bit obsessed with them. Um but obviously the whole Prince Harry, Meghan Markle thing, like, has completely changed my mind. I read Spare. Like, I'm, like, you know, I'm a royal observer in, all, yeah. in many ways. Um, and so I just don't think as much of Kate Middleton anymore, right? But, like, also, right. I don't want her to be not okay. That's right. so we sad. Want her to be, we want her I to be I feel like okay. she has a miserable life, literally. Like, yeah, I know. I feel her like husband she got... cheated on her. Now she has to be queen. She can't divorce him unless she wants to be, like, crazy. Shunned, like, yeah. shunned. And, yeah, truly. It, it's It sucks. It's sad. And like, it is really sad. I don't know. But I, I want to know what's going on behind the scenes. I know. I mean, I'd be jealous of Megan if I were her. Absolutely. That I get to go live in L.A. with my husband and my kids in the Who, sunshine. Who, like, loves and me. Not, <laughs> and, yeah, and not do, pre- like, press and, and engagements every day in rainy England. No, I'm kidding. I like England. But, yeah, it's it's all a bit tricky and we know that the British press is like so fucked up even more so than like the American press like I was actually laughing because there was a side by side of two of a people headline and then like a British tabloid headline yeah I was like Prince Harry has no the people was Prince Harry has no plans to see brother Prince William while in UK and the British tabloid one was Prince William has no plans to see brother Prince Harry while in UK it's just so funny the bias right yeah the, the war I mean, I w- would love to know everything that really went on behind the scenes. I know. The crown is done. How will we know? Spare two. Return <laughs> Come of, on, return spare of the, two. Spare two. Return of the ginger. Literally. Um, anyway, we'll see what yeah. happens. I don't think Kate Middleton's dead, though. Don't don't believe conspiracy theories. Yeah, no. We, we, we want you to be okay, Kate. Yeah. Praying for Kate. <laughs> Prayers for Kate. Literally. <laughs> Um, but yeah, everyone, that is that is it That's this week. It. A big week. A big week. Lots happened. Um, we obviously don't hold back, didn't hold back today. So we hope you guys loved our taste. <laughs> I'm so nervous to listen back to this. <laughs> it's okay. Anything you said, I probably said something 10 times worse. So <laughs> I will take all the Swifty oh, heat. I did a lot of caveats because I don't want to <laughs> yeah. be canceled. No, if anyone comes for Meg, I'll fight you. I will take the heat for the, for, to, of the Swifties. No, I I'm ready. I, I to do tussle. think, in general, I think there is a a consensus. I've, I've you know I've talked to some yeah. other people who like feel the same way. So it's not Good. it's not completely out of left field. Um, but you know we'll see how it all goes. We'll see how the Super Bowl is on Sunday. I'm excited for Usher. I'm excited to eat some know, wings. Yeah, excited to yeah. you know really live life. <laughs> but that's all she wrote everyone thank you all so much for listening to another episode of I'm Screaming we love you all so much we will see you next week but most importantly love you Meg love you G